Welcome to Junior Elves and Now What? Topic episode 38, ultimate episode 100. I finally did it. I, I wish I could say that uh, I'm going to do a better job of recording every single week uh, or even every day, and I'm still making that my goal and my target. Uh, obviously, I've struggled at, at times. There have been an entire month since I've recorded last, but uh, still, 100 episodes. That's a big milestone. I'm kind of excited. So thanks to everyone who's listened and um, been listening and will listen. Uh, this has been quite an adventure, and I'm excited to continue it uh, and hopefully evolve it and make it better. Um, lots of lessons learned and uh, lots of recommendations from people on things to do to improve it, and I plan on uh, trying to slowly implement them over time, so we'll see. Any anyway, having said that, uh, quick recap from the last topic episode. Uh, we were talking about um, true identity and specifically the idea of looking into a mirror um, through to our true identity with a focus on first self to true identity to divine potential, leading to a phrase that I coined called eternal level up enhancement, specifically enhancement number one to see how Christ sees, how he sees us, how he sees others, and how he sees all of his creations. The next enhancement related to this is tied to discernment and humility. There is a great movie that I've mentioned in a previous podcast called The Book of Life. And the basis of the movie revolves around uh, two boys and a girl. Um, one boy wants to be a fighter like his father, a big hero. One boy is being trained to be a bullfighter like his entire family. And then the girl is the daughter of the leader of the uh, the town. And, um, and it's kind of the love triangle type story. But one of the big focuses in this movie is the fact that of all the characters in there, the boy who is the son of the bullfighter is the one who wants to change the most. Because even though he enjoys the quick motions and the, the taunting, for lack of a better word, of the bull, you know, he doesn't want to kill the bull. And so there's a scene in the movie where he is faced with every single bull that his ancestors had ever killed up to that point. And when he is, he sings a song, and I'm not going to tempt fate here and try to sing it over this podcast, but I am going to read a couple of the lyrics from it, because it applies greatly to this particular uh, topic. The song is called The Apology Song. I know, shocking. And uh, here's a couple of the lines. I am sorry, Toro, I am sorry. Hear my song, I know I sing the truth. Although we were bred to fight, I reach for kindness in your heart tonight. And if you can forgive, and if you can forgive, love can truly live. The song is obviously much longer than that, but those are some of the key lyrics that uh, I wanted to focus on. Not only had his family, family done all of these killings of these bulls, he said that they were bred for it. And in this particular situation, um, that would imply that it is kind of an innate part of what is made up for him, like the two of them had no choice in the matter. But then he continues to say that he wants to change. He no longer wants to do the killing. He wants the bull to forgive, and he wants them to change, to become something more, to become something different. I parallel this to what the scriptures call putting off the natural man. So I'm going to read again, uh, as I had done on the previous podcast, uh, from Mosiah chapter 3, verse 19. And this is in the Book of Mormon. This is from King Benjamin, the second king, in, or the second to the last king in the Book of Mormon. And the passage says, For the natural man is an enemy to God, and has been from the fall of Adam, and will be forever and ever, unless 
he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit, and putteth off the natural man, and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ and the Lord, and becometh as a child, submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him, even as a child to submit to his father. Like in the story, it was right and natural, or it seemed right and natural, for the family to kill the bulls. They saw nothing wrong with this. Each of us has many of those, quote-unquote, bullfighter natural desires. So how do we separate the bullfighter from that which is part of our eternal, potential, true identity? And why should we? I'll start with the second question. First, as we already answered it in the psalm, in the lyrics it says, love can truly live. It is said that God is love. So we need to shed that which is not of God to know true love. For the first question, how do we know what the difference is between the quote-unquote natural man or the bullfighter, as I'm coining here, versus what is of God, what is part of that eternal potential? Here are some simple guidelines that I would encourage each of you to do. The first one is simple. Start by asking God. This is something you can do through prayer, meditation, finding a quiet place, or all of the above. He will answer you, as it says in James 1.5 in the New Testament. You'll have but to ask. The second one is study from those that he has called in the past. This would be through scriptures. The Bible and the Book of Mormon are good places to start, but there are more. The third is to listen to those he has called today. So this would be modern-day prophets. Right now, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have a prophet, and his name is President Nelson. Um, he is a uh, former heart surgeon. He's a great man. But great man or not, he is called of God. And from the perspective of a prophet, that is all you need. As you do these things, you will feel that which doesn't come from the bullfighter a calm in the storm. And this is a way you can tell. Because if you're seeking for something that is not part of the quote-unquote natural man, then the way you should know that you've found it is to feel something that is not part of the natural man or even the natural world around us. And I can tell you sincerely that from my own personal experience, those moments when I can calm myself enough to truly listen, to listen to beyond my own thoughts, there are moments Sometimes they're few and far between when the world stills and I can hear nothing at all. And yet it feels like I've opened myself up to any kind of information that needs to be fed to me by one who knows far more than I do. Those are the moments that I know that I'm onto something, that I have found something, that I'm understanding something on an eternal plane that I had not before. This is the eternal level up enhancement number two, shedding the bullfighter. What if the only way to achieve our ultimate potential is to shed the natural man or to shed the bullfighter? And now what? As it says in the scriptures, be humble enough to hold on to nothing and change to obtain your true identity. Shed the bullfighter and realize 
that anything and everything is on the table. Anything that we feel is part of our makeup and part of our being could be something we're asked to either ignore or to change or to overcome. We need to be humble enough to recognize that. Just as our children don't know that if they touch fire, they will get burned, we too don't sometimes understand or know that something is dangerous for us. And sometimes that danger has nothing to do with this mortality or very little and everything to do with what is to come. So we need to be humble enough to realize that. To end this podcast, here is a quote from Kurt uh, Vonnegut, I think is how you pronounce his name. True terror is to wake up one morning and discover that your high school class is running the country. That is terrifying. Thank you so much for listening. Smile, be happy, remember you're worth it, and have a wonderful week.